Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies It's just evil in disguise They say that it's love, but they lie They say that they're girls, but they're guys Or they say they have no gender From guy sports to girls, where they're winners From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial They calling me controversial They calling me controversial They calling me controversial Jesus was controversial Paul was controversial Elijah was controversial Yeah, tell the truth, it's controversial Welcome to the Map Up Show. Great to have you on this Manic Monday. Yes, big show for you tonight. We got some great guests for you. Mary Thoreau's going to be here. Sam Sorbo's on deck. You're going to love what she has to say. We're going to be talking a lot about education and behind the scenes. Mary Graber is going to follow her and talk about the 1619 Project. We're going to dive into education in this country and what parents can do. Not just for schools, but for bullies, everything. We're going to dive into it. Visit MyPillow.com and save up to 66% with your promo code BUFF, B-U-F-F, and get you a good night's sleep so you don't wake up woke. And then go to MyStore.com, grab you my coffee because we need to wake up, America. It is us versus them. Us versus them. You want to spend a week and a weekend calling out MAGA Republicans, letting your vitriol show for why you hate conservative Americans who want to protect life in the womb, who want lower taxes, who want a secure border. And Joe Biden wants to sit there and call us fascist or semi-fascist, semi-fascist. Let's see. Fascism, in simple terms, a political system headed by a dictator in which the government controls business and labor and opposition is not permitted. You will get a vaccine mandate per the federal government. You will be under arrest if you're my political opponent. We will shackle you up if you steal my daughter's diary. We will suppress the truth for the federal government about Hunter Biden's laptop. We will lay cover for Dr. Anthony Fauci, one of the high members of the government, if we're big tech looking to support the government. We will sign more executive orders than anyone in history. In the first week, anyone combined. We will make sure you fall in line with our HR1 Voting Act to where the federal government controls the election and makes mandatory mail-in ballots and early voting. We will silence you if you're in opposition to us. And if you're a former president and leader of the MAGA movement, we will raid your home. Who is the fascist Joe Biden? Let me see if you can answer that question. US president has learned a new term, semi-fascism. And of course, he is misusing it to attack half the country. When he was asked to clarify what he meant by semi-fascism, he gave a semi-literate response. What do you mean by semi-fascism, sir? In December, you will... You know what I mean. Um, yeah, that's Joe. 
Yeah, that's Joe. That's right. We had to go to Australia to get a decent clip about Joe Biden's response. I'm telling you what, his uh, his answer is, you know what it means? Because he can't think. He doesn't know what it means. He can't think for himself. He doesn't know at all what he's talking about. But he's not the only one. You want to put war on us? You want to tell us that we're a basket of deplorables that are semi-fascist and expect nothing in return? I was watching MSNBC this morning. They're like, if they arrest Trump, Lindy Graham said there might be riots. How dare those people? If they arrest Trump and they riot and they get upset and they go to the streets, how dare them? Everything they do to Trump or steal an election, how dare you look at that? How dare you take a look at that? Or dare you protest that? Oh, but the summer of love, 2020, riots in every street, fire everywhere, buildings collapsing, violence, death, and destruction. Well, that was in the name of justice. That was a good thing. But if you're a Trump supporter and you're protesting the 2020 election, don't you dare say anything. We'll throw you in jail. We'll throw you under the jail without due process, January 6er. And if Trump gets arrested for having documents in his home that are hurting nobody that he was complying with, oh, that the DOJ took two weeks to contemplate whether they even wanted to go in and do this. Let me contemplate, says Garland. Head of the DOJ. Thank God that guy's not on the Supreme Court, right? Well, two weeks, and let me go in there and see what uh, what we can do. And how can we massage this? Mr. President, how should we do this? Well, just tell him I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, you knew something about it. We have proof you guys knew something about it in the White House. Because your minions talked about it. Talked about the raid. And Garland took two weeks to think about it. There was no urgent security matter here. And now MSNBC is saying, uh, Morning Joe, if you are if you go out and protest this, like Lindsey Graham said, you're an anti-democracy, anti-democracy. That's what Joe Biden's saying. You're anti-democracy. Conservative Republicans. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. MAGA Republicans don't have a clue about the power of women. Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans have made their choice to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. But we've chosen a different path. Forward. Oh. Forward, huh? Unity, forward if you're with us, if you're against us. You're the devil. We're going to break into your homes. We're going to send the army of IRS agents to you, by the way, MAGA Republicans. We have an army for you. We have a DAGOJ against you. We have the FBI against you. And we also have the Department of Education against you. We're going to be talking about that a lot tonight on the show. We also will shut you down on social media. We will cancel you, block you, and put a disclaimer on you. You guys are the enemy. We are not the enemy. <laughs> but if you treat us like the enemy, we're going to act like the victors. We will defeat you, but we will do it through the ballot box. And we will knock you liberals out of the system where you're running the system from a fascist state. That's what you're doing. 
Oh, but the heat. Continues. And we're here to say that the air. This is Kathy Hochul, never elected running for governor. Of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong. Okay, get out of town. Get out of town. Because you don't re- you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. Yeah, if you're a conservative MAGA Republican, you're not New Yorkers. If you live and have a New York address, you're not New Yorkers. Charlie Crist, who you think he would be getting, wanting every vote he could possibly get because he's going to get destroyed, says this. With him and vote for him, and I don't want your vote. If you have that hate in your heart, keep it there. I want the vote of the people of Florida who care about our state. Yeah. You notice him and Joe Biden, when they talk about hate, they're filled with hate when they're saying it. If they have hate in their hearts. What hate do we have? He, he's going around saying that we want to black, uh, block black people from voting. Where is that? We, on our side, think blacks have the good common sense to get an ID, and so does the black community. We're just saying get a voter ID. We're just saying protect life in the womb. We're just saying we don't want to pay this insane amount of gas prices because you won't drill here. We don't blame Putin for everything. We blame you. You're not semi-fascist. You guys are running this country like full-on fascists by its literal definition. And you're doing the same thing to our school boards. Sam Sorbo on deck. You stay with us on the Matt Buff Show. We'll be right back. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. $1 off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Mondays, it's trivia night. Tomorrow, $7.99 burger and fries. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention the Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com Hey, Matt Buff from The Buff Show. I love being in the middle of nowhere with the family. Problem is, I can't get any service out here. I wish there was a better solution. Maybe like a satellite phone or something. Let me head back to the office and check this out. All right, let's check this out. SatellitePhoneStore.com Oh, look at this. Very cool. Do I need a satellite phone? Well, it says satellite phones provide voice, SMS, and data services anywhere on the earth. And you don't have to rely on cell phone networks. Very cool. Satellite phones work everywhere when you're outside. All right, what's this? Why do I need a satellite terminal? With one of these devices, you can stay in communication without a dedicated satellite phone. Better yet, you can text, call, and depending on the device, use all your favorite smartphone apps too. Hey, what's this bivy stick? The new Bivy Stick is the smallest and simplest to use radium global satellite communications and tracking device in the world. Wow, the smallest and most simple satellite communication device weighs just 100 grams. About half the weight of your cell phone. Look at this, one to three days delivery. Very cool. Call 941-841-0844. I will do that. 941-841-0844. Visit SatellitePhoneStore.com for special offers. Or you can visit SAT1234.com and mention The Buff Show. 941-841-0844.
Welcome back to the Map Buff Show. Great to have you guys rolling along with us. We've been talking a lot about what's going on in our schools and all the craziness. And here in Florida, we've been fighting against uh, against a lot of that stuff. And uh, Governor DeSantis has been great with the Parental Rights Act. But, you know, the left goes crazy about that. And that just emboldened them more to destroy destroy what our kids are learning as far as curriculum. They want to just indoctrinate them, get them at the young age so they can be extreme leftists and maybe one day join Antifa. Let's go over to Sam Sorbo on the Matt Buff Show, education freedom advocate. She's spokesperson for the film Truth, Lies, Truth and Lies in, a, in American Education, the latest project led by United States parents involved in education. Everybody check out USPIE.org. So, Sam, thank you for joining us on the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you. It's great to be here with you. Thanks for having me. This uh, this film is really an amazing piece of work that uh, April Few and actually her mother-in-law uh, helped put together. And it tells the story of April who goes on a quest because her mother-in-law is, is kind of urging her to consider homeschooling the kids. And April's like, are you kidding me? That's not something that I can do. And then she started thinking about it and she actually, I think part of her journey was, wait, if, if I can't do like that, what, what am I good for? Like, what, what good is my schooling for if I can't homeschool my kids, if I feel so incapable? And so she just goes on a journey through this film to discover really what we're talking about when we're talking about education. And what's great is right now people are waking up and understanding that the people who claim to be educating our children are doing other things that really shouldn't even be included in education. I mean, you, you, you brought in with the, the governor DeSantis and, you know, protecting the kids um, and all that. And, you know, we've got people who are doubling down on, oh, no, we will talk about sex with your kindergartners. No, no, we, that's what we want to do. And you shouldn't be able to stop us from having those conversations. We should be able to teach second graders about lubrication and different positions and stuff. And we're going, but, but that, that wasn't the mandate. That wasn't what we signed up for. That's not even close to what we were thinking was happening. And we're seeing it in the schools now. And I can't tell you the number of stories I've heard of parents whose children have been sort of co-opted away from them, away from their values into a mindset that can be disastrous. I, I know a few that have ended in suicide, teen suicide. And so, you know, we the evidence is there. And the idea that there are parents out there who are afraid to tackle this on behalf of their own children shows you just how bad our education system has been all along. That you and I think we're educated we're not. We've been schooled. We weren't educated in school, right? No, we weren't. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's really crazy when you see how, if you expose any of this that's going on, you'll get banned. The libs of TikTok account <laughs> that shows people in their own words yeah. saying crazy stuff just got banned again over the weekend for showing these transgender kids telling their story. And uh, you mentioned suicides too. I mean, it's in the high 70s. When uh, when you talk about the trans community, it's it's really ridiculous how we just sweep under the rug the problem. We don't want to talk about how this might be a mental issue. We just got to protect their right to do so. And the and the left is just more and more emboldened to get out there and do 
talk about you talked about the lubrication and all what kind of weirdo wants to talk about that with kids anyway but then they they're just more emboldened to do it and then if you expose what they're doing you get banned yeah you're the bad guy <laughs> for pointing a finger uh, you know, it's always it's always the guy who hits back that gets in trouble for starting the fight. Right. Um, in fact, that reminds me of a book that I just read. Bullies to Buddies is a book that's been apparently circulating in our schools for quite a while. I was just exposed to it the other day, and it tells the story of how children should not resist bullies. Just submit to the bully. Whatever you do, don't involve an adult because then it will just go worse for you. And by the way, the bullying never ends. And this is just the way of life. And so try to turn the bully into your friend. Seriously, this is a book that, so, so when we talk about grooming, you have to understand me, they are grooming children and they've been doing it for a long time. In fact, you've been groomed to send your children back to them. Yeah, that's, that's right. why you feel incapable of educating your own children is because you've been groomed to think that you need the schools. And so I'm here to tell you, you don't need the schools. First, watch this movie, Truth and Lies in, Ameri in American Education. It's available on Salem Now right now. Um, and you can go to uspi.org for more information. You can go to truthandliesfilm.com for more information. But um, the other thing that I want to say is I'm actually teaching parents how to go about this idea of education with their children because it's clearly not what's happening in the schools. So take the whole school paradigm off the table because the school paradigm has gotten us where we are today. So I can show you eight ways from Sunday how the school paradigm is is ultimately completely flawed and how we have to rethink the way we think about education, in fact, I'm coming to your town uh, early next year. I'll be hosting a conference there. I've got two others on the books. If you go to samsorbo.com, I've got all the information there. I can set you free from the shackles of our public schools. And I, I liken it to it's almost like a battered wife syndrome. So the schools are the battering husbands. OK, and we are the battered wives. We went to school from K through 12 and we were taught all of these things. We were groomed to believe all of these lies. Learning is hard. You need a teacher. You need somebody to sort of translate the textbook for you. Um, it takes place in an institution. All learning takes place in an institution. Um, you have to raise your hand before you ask a question. So you need permission in order to learn, you can't just learn on your own. Don't try this at home, folks, right? All of these nasty lies that we've been imbued with, we, we were steeped in them. And I'm working to set people free from those because it's like the battered wife who says, but he, but he really loves me. I'm sure that he really loves I, I kind of deserve to be hit. I kind of deserved it. Um, and, and I can set you free from all of that. If you trust me, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Hey, your bullying book that you talked about that whole premise and that whole scenario on how to handle a bully is exactly what they're doing with Iran and the Iran nuclear deal, by the way, <laughs> it was that playbook is what they're using in that. We're all going to pay for that later, but we teach our kids, you know, if you're getting bullied, a swift punch right to the nose ends all the bullying. If somebody's picking on you, there's a quick I'd aim way lower, to but that. sure. Do what? 
I'd aim lower, but sure. <laughs> oh, how low? <laughs> That's good. Uh, we just no, had a no, violence about is Michelle never Obama. the answer. <laughs> Right. That's that's the whole mantra. Violence is never the answer. Um, yeah, it kind of is. It kind of solves some things when you have a violent opponent. It kind of does. And look, I was bullied in school. Um, but here's the thing. You don't have to teach your child how to deal with a bully if you don't send them to school. Because the schools are what engenders the bullies. We bullying is grown out of the school paradigm because why? Because the schools teach children that they are accidents of nature, that Darwinism and evolution is the only truth, which means that survival of the fittest is the law of the land, which means bullying, eat or be eaten. It's survival of the fittest. And so how can you then tell a child, oh, but don't bully? That's hypocritical. And don't you know children understand that? And that gets them anxious because it makes no sense. No. So we have to stop doing all of that. And the thing is that education doesn't happen in schools. Every, most of the people that you talk to, if you ask them, where did they learn what they know? They won't say, well, I learned it all in school. They won't say I learned it all in college even. Unless you're talking to somebody who's made a career in college, right? A career in higher education. So if you think about it, why not put your children on that path to discovery earlier and let's stop, you know, the schools really infantilize children. Let's stop doing that. Let's stop hoping that when they graduate college, they'll finally get some sense in them and figure out how to survive in the real world because they haven't up until they graduate college. Let's stop taking a back seat to, to the schools, quote unquote, educating our children when we see darn well that that's not what they're doing. Let's take the driver's seat, take the, take the wheel into our own hands and drive the darn car ourselves so that we can take responsibility for where our children end up. And as the, as, as the, the mother of three almost grown children, I can tell you it's a much better paradigm. It works a lot better. It's, it's more rewarding than you ever dreamed it could be. It's, it's easier than sending your children to school. And, um, and I can show you how. It's just, it's, it's just not rocket science. The only reason that people think that home education is hard is because that's what they were taught by the people who stand the most to gain by teaching them that. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of parents, because of the forced home education, that's how they got wind of what was going on in the school. Oh, and in That was book, homeschooling. That was different. Yeah, that's why, that's why I called it forced. <laughs> right? Forced homeschooling is completely different. Look, you won't learn anything that you don't first decide to learn. Yeah. And that's true for everybody. But what do we do? We, we put children in school and we force them to sit there. It's coerced learning. If anything, they learn. And you know, the number one question in school is teacher, will this be on the test? I only want to learn what I have to learn to pass the test. And then I'll forget it. The moment I step outside the school again, right? That's the new paradigm. What it does, what we're doing in our schools is literally the opposite of education. It's, it's an education vacuum that we are imposing on the children to, uh, to encourage them to never learn anything, okay? It's the opposite of education. It's the, it's the deliberate dumbing down. In fact, I think there's a book that's called that, um, of, of America, of our children. Children are... Um, 
innately curious. They're born curious. You know, if you've got a two or three year old, why, 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 what for, how come, what, right? It's constant questions. And what are they told in school? Sit down, be quiet. The teacher's talking. Don't ask questions. There's, you have to wait for permission to ask a question. You have to wait your turn. They shut down the curiosity. They literally shut it down. Children are innately creative. They tested five-year-olds and they tested PhDs. This is years ago on creativity. And the five-year-olds scored a 98% genius level creativity. And the PhD scored a 2%. Okay. It, the, the whole school process shuts down creativity. We need our children to be creative. They're the only people who are going to be able to figure out how to get us out of this morass. So the last thing you want to do is institutionalize your child. We're the only advanced civilization in history that has institutionalized our children. It's absurd. We have to play a clip for the movie, but um, I also want to, what you just talked about is in your book, They're Your Kids. You talk about the small window. When you talk about that, why this and why that and, and, and that age group, you talk about the age group in your book and you talk about how there's greater options now for homeschool parents and that vulnerable age is so important to do the right thing because it just from four to seven molds us to who we are. I mean, it's not a joke. All I learned in kindergarten is all I really need. I mean, that's, that's a, not a joke. I mean, you talk about that in your book. I want everybody to check it out. We'll put the link on there. They're your kids by Sam uh, Sorbo. Yeah. So um, let's play the clip to this movie here. And uh, this is the true story of Sherry Few. Check this out. Average run-of-the-mill American has no idea that the UN has any influence in the classroom. Hey, Hi, how how's are it going? You? Good to meet you. Good to meet you too. I brought my book too, if you would sign it. Oh, I'd be I'm very happy to, absolutely. <laughs> I honestly didn't believe half of what I read in that book until I went and fact-checked it myself. So much of the education policy that has now uh, completely infected our public school system is coming from Washington, D.C., and beyond that, from the UN Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. What's your goal? What do you want for your child? Because the school's goal is different than what your goal is. The institution of school forms a wedge between the child and the parent. You might ask, you know, how? Child comes home, Daddy, I don't understand this. Can you help me? The dad says, I've never seen this before. I can't help you. Can't even help a fourth grader with its fourth grade math homework. Stupid, dumb daddy. The legislature might have repealed Common Core as a term, but they renamed it. So right now, people think we don't have Common Core. We do, it's under a new name. You're talking about the minds, the souls of your children. Don't play around with that. I really just want to get parents involved and informed because I didn't know this stuff. That child is my child. God gave me that child. And for the government to think that it is their responsibility to take care of that child is just unimaginable. Truth and Lies in American Education. We're going to post the link. Sam, great uh you made that film so much better just by 
saying you dumb daddy. <laughs> I mean, that was fantastic. But that's the message. You when you <laughs> drop your child off at the school door, you undermine your own authority in your own house. You 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 negate your authority because you're telling the child they know better than I do and they uh and and they have the authority and you cede your authority you you turn it over to the school and if you if you know if don't be surprised when the child comes back and challenges your authority because that's their job their job is to challenge authority they have to poke and prod and figure out what are the parameters here who's in charge who who knows best and you've ceded your authority and so when they come back as teenagers and they're surly and they're rude to you it's good. You've got a hard battle on your hands. I never had that battle because I never ceded my authority. The, the moment that I took my kids out of school after my son's second grade year, I assumed the authority and I said, okay, so, so that's the way it's going to be. So now I have to step up to the plate. It was the, it was the biggest blessing on me because my kids taught me how to be a better parent. I didn't know this going in. Nobody does. And frankly, you know, at this point, we are generationally deprived of our parents by the schools. And so we are a largely unparented society. So people, most of the counseling I do for homeschooling is more about parenting in a sense than about education, because the education comes naturally to the child. The child is constantly curious and wanting to learn. And so you need a little guidance. Okay, try this curricula if that one doesn't work or whatever. But a lot of it is the parenting, the behavioral stuff, because we don't know how to discipline. We don't know how to discipline ourselves, much less our children, right? And that's what children actually teach us. They teach us how to be better people. You know, I talk to parents about, you know, losing, losing your temper with your child. You're not that great yourself. You don't have the authority to lose your temper with your child. It's a child. Like, who made you so important? That, that you're, you know, oh, why are you frustrating me? You don't get to be get frustrated. You don't deserve that. You know what I mean? Like, like parents, you know, they, they, they lose their patience. Do you know patience is a virtue? Don't be proud of the fact that you lose your patience. Work on having patience. Get more of it, right? It's, yeah. so, it's so ridiculous the way we think about these things. It's all cultural, right? It's all sort of, uh, it's been sort of fed into us. That, oh, we should be proud of ourselves. You know, I've had, I've had teachers say to me, I had a third grade teacher say to me once, I could never homeschool my kids. I would kill them by Wednesday. I'm like, you're a third grade teacher. Do the, do the parents who drop their children off with you every day, do, do they know that you speak this way about your own children? Like, who put you in charge of a classroom of kids? Oh, that's right, the government, who really doesn't have a vested interest in any of this except making us all enslaved to the 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 system basically which is what we have now right so the t the school teaches us don't ask don't try don't think that's a trust the experts mentality we've all been imbued with a trust the experts mentality and this is what we're seeing in the streets today trust the expert trust the expert never mind that the expert is a a hooligan right an a expert magician. is getting paid by the product he's selling and, and, and getting paid by the product. He yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we'll never forgive Jimmy Carter for creating the department of education. It's been a disaster. Never forgive him for that. You're a nationally syndicated show host too. Please tell you and Kevin doing so much for our kids in the community. I want you to know we appreciate it. I have three boys myself. 
big fans of what you guys are doing. Talk about where people can find the show and the activism. And once again, you're coming to Orlando. Right. Oh, so the, the show, Truth and Lies in American Education, you can see it on Salem now, and you can go to truthandlies.film, uh, sorry, truthandliesfilm. I think it's .com. Is it .net? It might be .net. Um, truthandliesfilm.us. Ooh, my bad. Well, go to, go to uspie.org. It's all there. All the links for the film okay, are there, there too. Yeah. And then for, for me, uh, just go to samsorbo.com or sorbostudios.com. That's our studio website where we do all the filmmaking and stuff, which is just fun and great. And yes, my husband is amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be coming to Orlando. It looks like March of next year for a conference. It will be an underground education conference. We call it Underground Education Live. And I will be talking to people about how how we think about education, because the unfortunately, the way you think about education has been completely tainted and perverted by your experience in school. And you've been schooled and not educated. And so we need to take a step back from that and rethink the way we think about education. And one way to start doing that is watch the movie Truth and Lies in American Education and uh, go to samsorbo.com. Take a look at some of the videos I have out. Join Underground Education where we have community it's free. Uh, we have community. We have the conversation. You can ask questions. You can learn things from other people. Um, there's there's a way to work this out, which will benefit you, your family, your children in such a way as to make you a little bit angry at what they tried to steal from you by telling you you needed the school system. And it is theft. It's a terrible thing that's happened. To, 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 to our culture and our society. It's the destruction of the family. It's the, and as we know, when we age, you know, we don't want them to write, he did a lot of work at the office on our tombstone. But that's the value of the school system. The value of the schools is college prep and career readiness, which intrinsically that message is, you are only as valuable as the money that you earn. That's a terrible thing to teach a child. Terrible. Disastrous. It actually is what's given us our midlife crisis, right? Because we, we get to a certain age and we go, wow, I'm just not happy. And I have all the money. I, I did everything they told me to do and I'm just not happy. What is wrong with me? Nothing. You needed to focus more on the relationship, on living your life, on your relationship with God, on why you're here. Why are you on this planet? It's not to earn money. There's another reason, you know, and um, yeah. And so the, the whole education system, our, our school system veers us in a, a completely incorrect direction. And I'm just trying to write the course. So yes. samthrober.com. Thanks for asking. Yeah, no, that's great. Hopefully we can set up our studio down there at that event. We did the homeschool event in Orlando and that was fantastic. Oh, it's great. always great getting interviews from events just like this because parents are thirsty for this education, but their destruction, the government's destruction of the family unit makes people more reliant on the government. That's exactly the playbook of socialist and communist countries, guys. If, in case you guys want to know why they're doing that, that's exactly why they want people reliant on them. Sam, keep up the good work. Thanks for joining us on the show. We'll put all the links on the buffshow.com. God bless you and the family. And uh, your, your son's in, in acting too. That's cool. I did not know your son was an actor. He's in Florida filming right now, right? Yeah, he's got the lead in a movie that they're filming in Florida. It's it's very exciting for him and for well, us. 
Well, Kevin should have won an Academy Award for his performance in God's Not Dead. That was phenomenal, but you know, they'll never touch they'll never touch that film. <laughs> Sam, keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Matt. All right, very good. We'll be right back on the Matt Buff Show. You guys stay with Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game, and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Welcome back to the Map Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us. We're going to continue the education discussion we just had with Sam Sorbo and dive into another aspect of it. It's the 1619 Project. All right. We talked about what they're doing. Now we're going to talk about what they're teaching. It's absolutely astounding and unbelievable what you're going to hear. Let's go to Mary Graber. Uh, She has new material coming out. Um, on debunking the 1619 project where she exposes the lies of two recent 1619 project books by Nicole Hannah Jones. Mary, welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you. Well, thanks. It's great to be here. Let's just use the word scary. When I was reading what you've been putting out, it is absolutely scary what they're doing. It's basically, in a nutshell, completely rewriting history. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to the point where our founding year is supposed to be uh, not 1776, but 1619. I mean, you can't go much farther than that. I mean, other left-wing historians have, um, but this uh, just takes it, you know, far beyond what others could have only dreamed of doing. And it's being infused in thousands of schools across the country. And I know 
from um, observing these um, conferences and training sessions that they have that even in states that have outlawed this, they are sneaking it in, sharing strategies on how to um, slip this into classroom lessons. It's just shocking. Let's talk about slavery first. That is their big focus in the 1619 Project. Absolutely. And uh, the way it's presented in the 1619 Project, it's America's original sin and only America's original sin. And somehow we got these slaves. Um, white people went into Africa and got these slaves, captured them, kidnapped them, brought, chained them and brought them over here, which is completely false. Um, you know, as I show in a chapter in debunking the 1619 Project called like something that has never happened before, taking a phrase from the project, this uh, is completely false. As a matter of fact, when um, the few times the Europeans try to do that, namely the Portuguese, they were slaughtered. So what they did is they waited on shore and waited for um, the Muslim and African middlemen to bring over uh, the coffles of slaves chained together who were captured by ri rival tribal chiefs. So that is a big, uh, big lie that's being promoted. And it's being promoted in the new children's book, which is being uh, taught to kids as young as kindergarten. Yeah, we got this born on the water the 1619 mm -hmm. Project, Born on the Water. It's a children's picture book for kindergarten to eighth grade. Oh, boy. And and uh, uses project creator Hannah Jones' experience as a child, propagandizes for the radical Black Lives Matter, and repeats the falsehoods about people in Africa being kidnapped by white people for enslavement. So you can just imagine, everybody out there, what these pictures look like. People like looking like me going and capture black people, Mary. That's what they want to do is make people hate white guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's um, they say this explicitly in, you know, simple terms uh, that little kids can read and understand. It was white people who kidnapped mommies and daddies and um, brought them over. Uh, you know, I mean, just think of how harmful that is to a small child. I mean, that's emotional abuse, in my opinion. Even if it were true, it would be emotional abuse to voice these on these young kids. But it's not true on top of it. The book is debunking the 1619 Project, exposing the plan to divide America. This came out on paper book, uh, paperback August 23rd, just came out, and you can get it on Amazon anywhere books are sold. I like how you put it's the new big lie. People don't people call everything we do the big lie, but they don't understand that that's a term Hitler used. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and 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 like the uh you know, the Nazi regime and the communist regimes, they all erased certain parts of history, distorted it in order to promote their deathly ideologies. And this is what um, the 1619 Project is doing. And, um, you know, in my paperback version, I include a new 35 page appendix that addresses 
um, these two new hardcover books that came out last November. So the um, adult version or the high school version, which is over 500 pages long, according to the claims of Nicole Hannah-Jones, the creator, um, is going to answer all the questions of the historians and address them with a thousand endnotes. And, um, you know, so this ought to lay to rest any opposition well, I did a deep dive through all those endnotes, and I can tell you these are not authentic scholarly endnotes, and this is not a work of scholarship. It's just piled on higher and deeper uh, from the original magazine project. But that is being taught in high schools. Um, you know, there are pre-made lessons that the publisher Penguin Random House put up uh, on their website from Learning for Justice, which is the educational arm of the Southern Poverty Law Center. So you can imagine how biased those lessons are. So what, so what I do in my book is I go through the big lies of the 1619 Project, the falsehoods that are promoted. And then in the appendix, I specifically address what they claim is new and scholarly material. And I show um, point by point that this is not, in fact, true. It is not scholarly in the least bit. Do you think they know? Do you think Hannah knows? Do you think Jones knows that they're lying? I mean, they know they're lying, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. The, the reason I was um, banned or uh, <laughs> blocked from her Twitter account was I got into a conversation with her, a debate about, uh, and I presented evidence, um, you know, that she had used. So she presents slavery as a kind of an American invention invented by white Europeans and colonists and Americans and conducted exclusively by them. Well, in a Los Angeles Times interview, one of many she has done as a celebrity, she revealed that her favorite uh, novel which is also a favorite of mine, is called The Known World. Well, The Known World is about a Black slave-owning family. Uh, <laughs> so she knows about that. And then, um, you know, after she blocked me, she went on uh, in, in a debate with another person tweeting about, um, you know, ignoring, um, you know, thousand-year-old history about the uh, slave trade, uh, you know, and slavery that has been going on around the world since time immemorial and admitted that she only wanted to focus on the 150 years. So she knows, she knows these facts and um, yet she is perpetuating uh, the lies about America and she has a political goal in mind. They see us as the enemy in this country. I played clips at the beginning of the show of being called semi-fascist. Uh, Kathy Hochul in New York says, go to Florida. We don't want you here. Um, Charlie Crist running for governor against the greatest governor in the country saying, uh, we don't want your vote if you're voting for this, uh, DeSantis. I mean, we can go down the list and it goes right in line with what you're saying by Jones blocking you instead of wanting to have a conversation. It's almost hate in their hearts that they have toward us. Might Not almost, it probably is. And it takes people like you, Mary, to expose what they're doing, but they want to punish you, the messenger, because <laughs> it's us versus them. They want to punish you, the messenger, instead of letting people understand that there's another side to this coin. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, what they do is they cancel people. And I have been canceled from a college campuses where I taught, you know, when my editorials were revealed to department chairs and college presidents, I was, you know, part-time a professor. So I, you know, didn't have any job security and suddenly there were no more classes available for me to teach. So they want to, um, you know, there is, and I've been to so many academic conferences where it's only one side is presented. You're not supposed to question it or challenge it in any way. So there's no scholarly discussion, you know, the traditional way where you bring up points and ask questions. That is all gone. They want to take away our livelihoods. And I've seen that because I've been, you know, had jobs taken away. Um, they want to exclude us from the public square. They don't want us to publish our opinions. Um, and that's in the scholarly journals and the academic presses. And I saw that. But now, you know, I, I've been out of academia since 2013, but I, I've seen it trickle down into, you know, the, the real world. And I was trying to, you know, warn people, hey, you know, this is what it's like. And now it's everywhere, like you said. Well, I'm really glad that you tackled this subject because a lot of people need to know and a lot of people are scared to tackle this subject. The reviews are phenomenal. Last word to you, Mary. What do you want parents to take away from this? Well, we need to insist on facts and we've got the facts on our side. And my book is intended to provide a resource, a weapon, uh, a, you know, a wealth of information for people who know the 1619 Project is all bunk, but they can't put their fingers on it or don't have the facts at their fingertips. So I have, you know, um, analyzed it, pointed out the errors, uh, presented a real history um, that tells the truth about America. So I'm hoping that parents, students, um, grandparents, citizens, school board members, political leaders will read this and um, be able to answer all these accusations that the left wing has and, um, you know, to have the real history of America. And America is great. As, as, a, as an immigrant, I can tell you that and coming from uh, someplace that did not have freedom and we need to keep it that way. Well, I know a lot of parents are listening. A lot of people are listening. Near, nearly 2 million fewer students have enrolled in public school this year. So there yeah. you go. That's a big, big number. And people have had enough. We'll post the link to the book. Mary, thank you so much for joining us on the show to discuss this. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It was all the pleasure was all ours. Great stuff on education and what you all need to know. Stay with us on The Buff Show. We'll be right back. A boring website can make your company look really bad. <laughs> Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers. I'm not even on the front page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your company stand out. No need to go with those national companies that only care about you on the first call. JJC Marketing is located right here in Sanford, and the goal is to help businesses 
businesses like yours succeed. Get better results. Call 321-765-7710 or visit them at jjcmarketingsolutions.com. I'm somebody now. JJC Marketing Solutions. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Veritas Tactical, Tactical. a family and law enforcement-owned company where you can get custom-built ARs with purpose-built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Sig Sauer, Smith & Wesson, and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force-on-force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Sarah Coding Services, laser engraving and more mention the buff show and get a 25 dollars discount on courses you'll find veritas tactical at 207 north goldenrod road suite 200 in orlando contact veritas tactical 407-309-3000 407-309-3000 and at veritas tactical.com veritas tactical Welcome back to the Map Up Show. Great to have you rolling along with us. Check out MyPillow.com and get all your special savings with promo code BUFF up to 66% off. And uh, you know who needs a good night's sleep, too, is all of us trying to figure out this homeless problem. I mean, if you go to the West Coast, you have, my goodness, in San Francisco and other places, just a massive amounts of, like, tent cities, drugs, and all kinds of stuff. And politicians aren't sure what to do with with it so let's go over to an expert on this and we got a documentary we got to talk about finding hope and we're going to play the trailer for you but mary thoreau is director of the documentary beyond homeless finding hope mary is the chairman and chief executive of the the independent institute mary welcome to the buff show great to have you thank you so much all right it's going to be a big conversation that we have to have today because this seems like some people care right but they don't know how to tackle the issue. So let's start with the trailer and get into Finding Hope. How does that sound? Wonderful. Thank you. Okay, here we go. San Francisco, the city by the sea. California really was the golden state when I arrived in the 70s. The streets of San Francisco were vibrant, free, and filled with hope. Now my beloved San Francisco has become known as ground zero for our nation's homelessness crisis. Things are worse now for the homeless than ever. San Franciscans have reached a tipping point. After 40 years of failed approaches to reverse homelessness here, these once hopeful streets are filled with despair and brokenness. And until we tackle this problem, this will be our narrative. There isn't enough drug treatment for everybody in the city. 
What are you doing with all this money that has been allotted to the city? Where's that going? So there's almost no development that anyone has a legal right to do in California. We have pitted the smallest differences against each other. You cannot arrest this issue away. You cannot arrest homelessness away. Nobody is doing anything transformational. Leaving people untreated is murder. We're throwing vast resources at this issue, and it just keeps going up. Really, we can't come up with anything better than that? Beyond Homeless, Finding Hope is an exploration of what's driving the homelessness crisis here in California and a look at alternative approaches around the country that offer hope with real solutions. Join us in changing the narrative of our nation's homelessness crisis. Okay, beyondhomeless.org is the website, and Mary's back with us on the show. She is the one behind this documentary. We know why you wanted to get involved into this. But did you understand a big under how big the undertaking would be? No, uh, <clears throat> obviously not, because a lot of people try to frame it as a very simple problem to solve. They say, oh, it's homelessness, so all you have to do is provide homes for people. But it turns out it's far deeper than that. It is far deeper than that. I see reports about how they're putting people in hotel rooms, and this has caused a huge rise in uh, crime as well. Just a major spike in crime and drug use and abuse. And just moving somebody temporarily doesn't seem to have the result to it. I can't believe that clip where she said uh, people do not have rights to their property here in California. It just doesn't seem like that's the answer. Yeah, and death, the... the Movement to put people isolated into hotel rooms has also led to big spike in overdoses. People isolated, uh, if there's nobody around to help reverse the overdose, if they do overdose, we've seen a, a, a great increase in that. So it's just a, it's a human tragedy all the way around. And the current approaches are only making it worse, so we have to think differently. Yes. What are some ideas that you've come across that would maybe help solve the problem? Well, the best one we found, and I went all over the country, I visited a lot of programs, and there are a lot of really good programs that people are conducting in this country that are helping uh, people everywhere. The only challenge is that most of the programs are pretty small. They help you know, anywhere from 30 to 100, maybe 200 people. And we have a huge, huge problem uh, here in San Francisco, but many cities have just a giant problem. So you have to tackle it on a community-wide scale. And the one place we found it being done effectively across the whole city was San Antonio, Texas, where they did come together. Every sector, um, a, a businessman saw a story on the news about homelessness, became concerned. The next day, he called up the Democratic mayor, whose election he had opposed, but who he knew was also concerned about homelessness and said, you know, do you want to do something about it? The mayor said, yes, I do. The two crossed political boundaries to work together. They brought in community activists. They brought in representatives from every nonprofit that works with the homeless and every other sector. They spent two years really looking into it and developing a strategic plan and then creating the campus facilities that they needed to address this in a really holistic way. And it's the only place I've seen that kind of success on that kind of scale, but any community can emulate it. You just have to get people out of their silos, out of their vested interests, working together and thinking strategically. And it seems to be working out when you focus on treatment, 
job training and actual help instead of just milk and cookies. Yeah, that's right. There are many reasons why people fall into homelessness and you have to address those underlying reasons. If it's, if it's just economic hard times, it's fairly easy to help people with. But for many, it's childhood trauma. It's other kinds of trauma. It's mental unaddressed mental illness. It's addiction. And those are things that are complicated and require individualized attention. And uh, again, Haven for Hope in San Antonio is doing it very well, but any place could be doing it very well. We have resources. We're just not deploying them well strategically. We're not measuring outcomes. Uh, we're just throwing money around willy-nilly without any consideration, without measuring, without tracking at all. What's the one thing you want viewers to get out of this documentary when they watch it? Thank you. That's a wonderful question. I, the one thing I want people to understand is they can be part of the solution. Um, so often in talking to members of the community, I hear compassion, you know, so, uh, very much caring about these people suffering in the street, but they don't feel help. They themselves feel helpless in the face of it. And the point of San Antonio and other places is that you can come together in community and work with your nonprofits that are effective, work with your public sector, and be part of the solution. And we want to empower people to understand, get together with your neighbors. Uh, this documentary is short. It's, it's under 40 minutes long. It lends itself very well to having a gathering of people watching it. And then afterwards, talk about how can we apply some of the ideas in this to our neighborhood, to our community. And then start contacting the agencies and the nonprofits in your area and say, listen, we want to be part of an alternative model that produces the kinds of results that are being achieved elsewhere. Where can people find this film? On beyondhomeless.org under the documentary tab. They're welcome to watch at their convenience. Yeah, that's very good. And there's also a lot of other information on that website too, correct? Yes, there is. The documentary was really the product. Independent Institute is an academic research organization. And we produced an in-depth study on the causes uh, and the policy drivers of homelessness and the housing crisis. And importantly, proposed alternative solutions, market-based solutions that would reverse this crisis. So that is on there together with an executive summary and a lot of uh, articles, op-eds, and other information, links to other organizations that are working on this, um, ways to get involved. And thank you so much for letting us know, let people know about it. Oh, we appreciate you coming on and talking about it because it's always swept under the rug, but it's something that needs to be dealt with, especially in cities like San Francisco you're talking about, where the problem is so big, it affects everyone living there. Absolutely. Very good. Mary Thero, thank you so much for joining us on the Matt Buff Show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You got it. All right. That will do it for this evening's edition of the Matt Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there and get to work. We'll see you next time. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, I'm telling the truth, it's controversial. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up.
One more thing. Once saved, always saved is not a thing. I don't care about the scholar in his theology. God's are judging by the fruit, not by a degree. Too many lying pastors are top tier. Motivating speeches about your great life here. Look, we're supposed to be so comfortable. Why would the word say to work at your salvation with fear? Too many comfortable in their sins. Too many lies have been told to Christians. Look, the Lord has said to many, depart from me. That won't be to the world.